Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I am Jay Cluett. And I'm Mark Hoffmeyer. And we host Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. On this episode, we're discussing minute 153 of The Best Years of Our Lives. The minute starts with Fred pretty neatly tearing a photograph in half and ends with Fred's pop asking Fred if he thinks he's doing the right thing. I gotta tell you, Pat and Hortense are just saints. They are some of the nicest parents or step-parents that I've ever seen in a film. They are really nice people, man. Oh, oh, so nice. And when Fred looks at his dad and goes, you're a good guy, Pop. I think everybody just went, yeah, 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 I agree. What a good dad. Yeah, he's a he's a nice guy. I mean, he's he's clear that he's missed part of his son's life with, when Fred was at war, and he's just trying to be be there for him, show that he's proud of him, and Fred just doesn't really have the time for it. It's sad. Yeah. And she washes his socks, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> she's yeah she goes she goes to fetch them we see this we see the socks tomorrow but yeah she's oh gone. we see the socks tomorrow she goes to oh. fetch them all right so I gotta ask you a quick question okay right? I need to ask you a question Jay go for it who which movie dad wears a sweater better right Pat Derry from the best years of our lives mm-hmm. or Bill Nye dad from About Time oh that's tough Bill Nye's great and everything. Look at this sweater Pat's wearing. It's nice. It's classy. It also says I'm kind of laid back. Yeah, it's it's, it's thin. It's like he was wearing a shirt. It's like oh, I'm a little chilly. It's a little bit nippy. So I'm gonna put on this, put on this sweater. It's not. You know when people when wear massive sweaters inside, and you're kind of thinking you have the heater on. You must run really cold. Like this seems weird. Like this is a practical sweater that he's wearing, and he's a super nice dad. And he just reminded me of Bill Nye. From about time. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. Like Bill Nye. I just watched Emma. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's great. And no sweaters. Uh, it's uh, pre pre sweater times. A lot of purple suits. Yes, a lot of a lot of finery. A lot of him ca- scared he's going to catch a draft. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he blocks himself off on yep. every different angle. He's he's a oh. delight in everything. Uh, he's a national treasure. And yes, he does wear a, a a sweater or a cardigan very well. Uh, different, different, have different frames. Bill Murray's a lot uh, more, more more lanky, I think, more gangly. Wiry. Yeah, then yeah, wiry. That's the one. He's, he's wirier than uh, Roman Bonin. Bonin. He in, does in wear this. a bunch of. So he wears a jumper, right? In about time, is that yes. the correct term? Yeah, a jumper or a cardigan in various mm-hmm. scenes, but yes. Ah oh, man, who? <sighs> Gosh, who would you rather, would you rather watch Pat Derry button up his cardigan or Bill Nye button up his cardigan? <laughs> who would be better in a scene of buttoning up cardigans? <laughs> I think Bill Murray has a, a, a film all about, uh, where the title comes from buttoning up a waistcoat jacket. Uh, oh God, I can't think of its name. Uh, wow. <laughs> so you got Pat Derry, wait, no wait, Pat Derry, Bill Nye, button up, face off. Who wins? Uh, see, I'm gonna have to go with Bill Nye just because he has, like, he has the film Sometimes, Always, Never, which is about he, he discovers that that's 
when your waistcoat buttons should be buttoned up. The top one, sometimes. Second one, always. The third one, never. So that he's got a film named after how he buttons his clothing means he must be doing something right when it comes to buttoning them. Or something terribly wrong. Who knows? It could be so noteworthy that it deserves a film to be named after it because it's so terrible. So maybe mm. maybe Pat's the one doing it right this whole time. Pat mm. wouldn't make a show of it. It's more like utilitarian buttoning. I think Bill Nye would make a show of it. Yes, yeah, but there'd be a there'd be a flourish to it. It's five buttons. It's a five course meal. <laughs> you, you don't finish the fifth course. You never never to finish the fifth course. <laughs> <laughs> never. Never. Yeah, that's a lot. It's excessive. But they're just in there giving them good advice. Uh, they're they're packing them sweaters. I mean, it's it's some good hurried packing in this film. I gotta say. Yeah. By by Dana Andrews, his packing in this movie. I mean, it doesn't come anywhere near like up in the air or, you know, Darjeeling Limited's packing. True. But yes. It's framed well. It looks good. I mean, he has help. I just like that he went to his parents' help house and they're giving him old sweaters. Yeah, and they're his old sweaters. But when when he does his suitcase up, there is a lot of space in that bag. He he folds it over and it's it's half empty, I would say. He then rams the the sweater and uh, some other bits into the the top pocket of the bag, but hmm. the main body of it there's still loads of space in it. Well, magazines for yeah. various flights, chocolates. Yeah, he needs but room for all that. He's he's really stuffing in a whole stack of shirts into that top pocket when there's this giant gaping chasm in the middle. Uh, he could have fitted so much more stuff in. It's it's poor packing in my opinion. He's not doing this right at all. So we're we're doing a video, right? A video series called Your Movie Sucks. And we're watching this scene and you're being as caustic as possible. What would you <laughs> rate this packing? Uh I would give this hmm. I'd give it a two out of five. <laughs> I at, at most a three. Yeah, you know, you know he's he's using the pockets properly, he's closing the bag properly, he's putting things in all of the pockets, that's good. But you know, I I take pa- suitcase packing very seriously. And he's just left too much space in there. I, I I appreciate you know he he stuffed some stuff in at his at his flat at his apartment and then came to his parents. I think when he got to his parents, he then unpacked what he had already packed and repacked the whole thing. That's good. There's bonus marks for doing that instead of just ramming it on top of stuff he packed in the past. But he's ramming all in and then and then once he's closed up the main pocket, then he thinks, oh, there's this big stack of shirts. That's when you reassess, open it up again. You're not done, mate. It's just. Do you use packing cubes? I have never used a packing cube, but I do like I like the uh, the idea. Yeah. So when we travel, so we uh, you know sometimes we go take some long. Like, well, when, when we used to travel, I used to travel like twenty times a year to do various events, and I learned that the cubes are nice because it keeps everything nice, and you know how many you have. Yeah. Uh, I, I dig. It took me a while to adopt them and to use them, but. It worked out pretty well for him, man. I, I think I think packing cubes are the are the way of the future. Okay. I would say. I've, I've yeah. never had the, the opportunity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should do a podcast about that. <laughs> we should. Packing maybe maybe by the time this comes out, we already do. Who knows? Whoa! <laughs> we should do a thing about packing DVDs in cubes. Oh yeah, I've I've done a lot of DVD traveling in my time. 
Who would listen to that? No one. I think I think that's too niche even for Movies by Minutes listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you've gone too cute, right? Yeah. Yep. Now, do you think that we've talked about some since last episode, on his way to his parents, do you think he stopped and got some aloe? I think he had to. There's no way he would have survived the journey otherwise. <laughs> I mean, his his face does not appear to be burned in any way. There's no residual scarring. So who knows? This could be several weeks later after he's had time to heal. Do you think if he told his parents, what would his parents' reaction be to that line that she gave him? <laughs> I think they'd they'd have to they'd have to be on Fred's side because he is you know the, mm. the child or stepchild. Uh, but inside they'd be like. Yeah, Marie got a good one in there. I mean, damn her for saying that to our beloved Fred, but she's got a fair point. I'd have to catch myself, right? I would just have to... My eyes would get big, and I would have to quickly shrink them down. It'd be like a smirk would cross your lips, but then you'd go, no, I mustn't show this. I mustn't show this appreciation for this insult of my son. I'd be like, well, there aren't... She's wrong, because they're not everywhere. (laughs) There's not one here. They just closed one up the street last week. What what a stupid (laughs) comment. There's not one everywhere. It's like when people spill two drops on the floor and be like, you got it everywhere. I hate when people say that, Jay. (laughs) Yeah, just... (laughs) I hate when people... Oh, man, this is everywhere. You mean by that spot right there? It's literally covering the entire floor. Uh... (laughs) Wait, wait, what? (sighs) Am I I seeing something that you're not... (laughs) But I think this does give him more layers. It just it's interesting though that he comes home to such supportive parents. Like he uh, it's it's a it's it's interesting though that they even included this scene, but I think it also helps that he's you know you know why this scene well, we haven't gotten there yet, so we'll save it for the next minute. But I think going here was smart to get some exposition out of the way in a in a, an intelligent way, not just I'm this person who's done this and that and you know, I was watching this movie the other day. Oh, man, I forget what it was. But they just walked up to each other and like, hey, I've been your best friend for 17 years. And <laughs> I know. That was, that, that's the exact <laughs> line in the movie. So I think by bringing him to his parents, we learn some neat things about him that don't directly come from his mouth. So once again, this is another interesting way to tell the story. Yeah, he isn't I mean, like, Dad, I got these... Uh, these bits of paper that say about my commendations, I don't care about them. Do you want them? It's it's much nicer that you know, his dad says, oh, what about these? Oh, I don't care about them. And he's, he's reluctant to talk about them. I, the, the citations for his medals, he, like they just mm-hmm. they mean so little to him, but it's clear they mean so much to his parents. And and when nice. I traveled overseas, I came home and I had stuff at my parents' house. So I had to go back and get it before I moved somewhere else. So it makes sense that he's here. Yeah. Man, this is good script writing. Yeah. Oh, and great sweaters. But he's been there for a while to clean and dry socks, right? She cleaned the socks and dried them, correct? Uh, cleaned, yes. I don't know how dry they are. We'll talk about that tomorrow, I think, because we actually see them tomorrow. That's something <laughs> that's that's to look forward to. <laughs> I can't wait to discuss that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, so we'll save that. We can't do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I love it. But we, we this uh, this minute starts with the photo being... He's... he's he tears it in half, and I, I, it's a real satisfying tear. You know, he folds it, he starts off, and then he just pulls the two halves, and you get a real nice straight line. And it's always really satisfying when that actually works in real life. It doesn't always work. Sometimes you'll crease 
and you'll tear and it'll just go all over the place and you're left left holding a corner. But I don't I don't know how many takes they did of this. <laughs> I know William Wyler's kind of famous for two he's like forty take Wyler, I think was his nickname for just doing take after take after take. So I don't think there's a stack of mistorn photographs just off camera. Well, this is the 120th take of ripping this photo. But... The prop department's just losing their minds. <laughs> We've got three left. <laughs> do, it, do it right, Dana, please. This is the uh, 107th try. You have three left. Come on. I mean, it's good. I mean, I think it's the best kind of ripped or burnt photograph since Paranormal Activity. Paranormal, like Paranormal Activity was the best one after that, but it took about 50 years to match it. Yeah. 60 years. Yes, yeah, I like that photograph in Paranormal Activity. It's a good one. You can tell. But then he rips it. He rips him and and uh, Peggy. Yeah. I, yeah. Because he's you know he's promised Al that he's not going to see her. He's still planning to stick to that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe his plan is yeah he's trying to get away. He's planning to go away. So he's still not planning to spend his life with Peggy. It's not no. an, it's not in our minutes, but future future hosts will be will cover that the combination of that story he just uh, stares her down yeah <laughs> yep oh i'm talking about that <laughs> it's you're at a wedding and you're just watching the best man who's that best man looking at why is she, <laughs> is she staring at her what's going on here oh man there's some good singing bits and during that that wedding too i'm not going to comment on them because they're not in our minutes mark it's oh, <laughs> okay let's say that for the guys from jay and silent bob minute they'll, they'll, <laughs> they're tackling that <laughs> Oh, Jay and Silent Bob in it? Yeah. I love it. No, but I mean, I don't know. This it's it's it makes sense that he goes here. It sets up some good uh we learn more about the character. We meet we learn more about his life. He has some really support like we haven't gotten there yet, but the dad actually gives some pretty good advice in the next scene. So yeah, as far as script writing, as far as packing goes, it you know, add it to the canon. I think it's beautiful. Great packing. Yeah. Okay. Well that'll do it for, for minute hundred and fifty three. Uh, listeners, you can find the Best Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main website, thebestminutes.com. And social media is over on Facebook at Butcher's Place, the Best Years of Our Lives Listeners Cafe, or on Twitter at The Best Minutes. For this minute, I have been Jake Lewitt. Oh, I'm Mark Hoffmeyer. And we'll see you again tomorrow for the for minute 154 of the Best Minutes podcast. Joe, you better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.